This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, it looks like the TSA has a screening machine that discriminates. The hiring surge at the Internal Revenue Service continues. And the Defense Department has a new Chief of Defense Industrial Base Cybersecurity. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Thursday, November 10th, 2022. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The Transportation Security Administration has new advanced imaging technology that can get passengers through security lines much faster, but it also causes inadvertent discrimination. A report from the Government Accountability Office concludes people who are transgender, wear religious headwear, or have disabilities get more frequent referrals for additional screening with the imaging system. TSA screens over 1.5 million passengers a day. GAO wants the agency to track the extent to which its passenger screenings comply with non-discrimination policies and make sure passengers know how the discrimination complaint procedures work. Over 170 agencies now have a two-step login process to access employees' payroll. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman reports. The National Finance Center launches a multi-factor authentication system for its payroll website. The agency aims to enhance security for the personal information of more than 600,000 federal employees that it services. With the update, NFC becomes one of many agencies taking steps to comply with the White House's cybersecurity and zero trust standards. But there's still a long way to go to reach full compliance. Just 13 agencies have fully adopted multi-factor authentication across all of their enterprises. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is investigating the effects of toxic drinking water at a now-closed Army base. Toxic chemicals were present in the drinking water at Fort Ord in California through the 1980s and 90s. Hundreds of veterans who were stationed there claim this is the source of their cancers and illnesses. The director at CDC's Agency for Toxic Substances and Disease Registry says the agency is looking into the historical exposure. The Pentagon elevates the role of a key cybersecurity leader. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has more. Stacey Bosjanik is now chief of industrial-based cybersecurity at the Defense Department. She was previously director of the Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification Program. Bosjanik is still leading CMMC policy in her new role, but she says she's now working to bring together different resources to help contractors with the forthcoming cyber requirements. We are working collectively to bring all of the different capabilities in the department together that are going to assist small and medium companies and larges if they wanted to in getting CMMC certified. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The IRS is keeping up its hiring surge ahead of next year's tax filing season. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman reports. The IRS is looking to hire 700 new employees to staff up taxpayer assistance centers across the country. These hires will provide in-person tax help at more than 270 centers across the U.S. The increased staffing is part of Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen's plan to improve taxpayer services next filing season. 
Under this plan, the IRS expects to fully staff up taxpayer assistance centers for the first time in a decade. The IRS also hired 4,000 customer service representatives this year. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Department of Veterans Affairs is prioritizing claims for veterans with cancers associated with burn pits or other toxic exposures in accordance with the PACT Act passed in August. VA is hiring at 56 regional offices as well as at call centers in anticipation of the ongoing surge of new claims. Since August, veterans have filed almost 123 PACT Act-related claims, of which 14,000 were cancer-related. The Defense Department has a new chief software officer. Rob Wiedemeyer took the job yesterday, becoming the second person to serve in the relatively new position. Wiedemeyer has worked in the DOD's CIO's office for more than a decade, helping to lead the office's cloud computing strategies. He replaces Jason Weiss, DOD's first chief software officer, who returned to the private sector this past spring. The Air Force is thinking about what the future of its Cloud One platform should look like. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. Five years after launching its Cloud One platform, the Air Force is asking industry, what's next? In a new request for information, the service seeks input on 21 questions as well as other recommendations for how to evolve this common platform for cloud infrastructure and services. The questions include everything from what metrics are best to measure cost, schedule, performance, and HR needs to migrate applications, to automating repetitive workflows, to creative pricing structures. Responses to the RFI are due by December 5th. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Defense Logistics Agency made it 10 straight years, surpassing its small business contracting goal. DLA says in fiscal 2022, with a goal of 35.1%, it awarded 40% of all eligible contracts to small firms, totaling about $15 billion. DLA also says for the second straight year, at 3.5%, it beat its 3% goal to award contracts to hubzone firms, or historically underutilized business zone companies. DLA spends between $40 billion and $45 billion annually on contracts. New legislation in the House Oversight and Reform Committee aims to strengthen presidential record-keeping requirements, The Presidential Records Certification Act, introduced this week, would require White House officials, including presidents, to certify compliance with record-keeping requirements every year while in office, as well as at the end of their term. The committee has been investigating former President Donald Trump's removal of classified documents and other official records from the White House. Some of the Census Bureau's top career officials are on the move, A leading official in the 2020 census, Al Fontenot is leaving his current job as associate director for decennial census programs. He's now taking on a new role as executive senior advisor for decennial census programs. His deputy, Deborah Stempowski, will take a step up the ladder into Fontenot's vacated position. According to a survey from the Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board, 87% of Thrift Savings Plan participants say they're satisfied with the TSP. Satisfaction has remained relatively steady for the TSP since 2020, but the 2022 survey came before the TSP record-keeper transition in June, meaning the score does not reflect perceptions following a rocky TSP update. The TSP board says it has now resolved most initial concerns with the transition, TSP participant satisfaction after the update 
will be reflected in the 2023 survey. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Thursday, November 10th, 2022, I'm Peter Masurlian. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply. Kristen here, reminding you not to do things. What I mean is, with same-day delivery for everything from gifts to groceries, you only have to do the things you want to do. To not do the other things, visit shipped.com. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com.